Hello and thank you for tuning into the Young and Anointed podcast. This is a place for deep conversations about mindset, stewardship, and the development of a relentless pursuit of your passions. This podcast is a Sky Media production, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So glad you're here or whenever you decide to listen to this. My name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. And with me, I have... Martin! Good morning. (laughs) Today is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day that you all have been waiting for. (laughs) The Young and Noisy Podcast, episode number 19. College. Scam or no? Okay. Big question. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, I mean, shoot. Yeah, let's just jump right in. Karen, um, is it worth the price or not? Uh, I think it depends. And that's that's my answer. Like, there is no yes or no, for me at least, because it depends. It depends on what your career goals are. It depends on so many factors that I feel like a lot of people don't think about or, like, even integrate when they're talking about college. They just are upset about the price of it. Mm-hmm. So like, tell me, give give me, break that down a little bit. You said it depends. So what does it depend on? Exactly. Okay. So a couple of factors that kind of come to my mind is it depends on your career goals. Um, it depends on the end goal too, because there are a lot of careers that you can do without getting a classical facilitated education from a university or college. Um, but there are some obviously that require it. So for example, I have to go to school to be a doctor. They will not let me cut into people if I don't have tons of um, classical training and facilitated training and advanced training through medical school. So like, for example, my end goal is to be a doctor. That would dictate that I need to go to school. Um, Right. But for example, like um, with you and I, like we are both um, growing entrepreneurs. We don't necessarily have to get an MBA for that or we don't have to have a degree in business for that. Um, some other factors I would say it depends on is, so I said career goal, end goal. I think it depends on your interest too, because I feel like a lot of people go to college to also learn more about something, but for some people that's not worth spending 40 to $70,000, which I understand that totally makes sense. Like pick up a book, mm-hmm. find a free course, learn more on the side, um, but honestly, like when I narrow it down, I feel like it depends on those two factors, career goal and end goal. Like, what's your purpose for going to school to get a facilitated classical education? Because some people don't need it. And especially with just the growing the, the growing access that we have to information, you can teach yourself a lot of things online. Right. You can teach yep. yourself so much stuff online. So like, I'm actually concerned, um, not concerned, but intrigued. Because if I was concerned, I'd be worrying, but intrigued about how our enrollment numbers are going to continue to look just as far as like people going to college. But what I am noticing is like, for example, at Purdue, like in my small little bubble of reference, a lot of these kids incoming have taken like college courses already, which like Mm -hmm. isn't like huge to me because like I I took like a couple of um, advanced placement courses and got college credit 
um, as like a senior and junior in high school. But like some of these kids are starting at like their sophomore and freshman year taking calculus. And I'm like, but why? Like, <laughs> why would you do that? And But like they're preparing for college. So it's, it's almost as if high schools, some high schools are equipped to prepare kids for college and others are not. And that provides a disadvantage sometimes, which adds another layer to like, is college worth it? But honing back in on the two things, I, f- I think it depends on career goals and your end goal that will determine if it's worth it or not. Got you. Okay. Yeah. No, you, there was a lot in that. So end goal, career goal, mm-hmm. very important. How prepared would you say a high schooler typically is to take on the kind of debt that comes with college? How, mm-hmm. how, how prepared or planned out, well thought out is their career goal or their end goal by graduation of high school? Do you feel like that's typically something that everybody just has figured out? No. And it, it's extremely underdeveloped to answer your question. And I'm actually, I'm actually nervous for like upcoming generations because like they're so smart. Like, I don't know how much you've had a chance to like interact with like our generation. Of course, like you have your brother, but like he's not going to college very soon, I don't think. But they're really, really smart. And I mean this in the nicest of ways. They're really, really smart, intelligent, book smart. But in terms of like knowing themselves and like developing grit and discipline outside of academics, I'm nervous. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'll be like, okay, like, you know what you love? Like, what's your passion? And they're like, school? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that doesn't count. I'm like, it can count, but like, what do you love to do? Like, what do you want to give back to? Like, what's, what's a service industry that you really enjoy? Like, you know, what's, what's some community service? Like, as far as like using your degree or whatever you pertain from a higher um, um, education institute to give back to the community, have you thought about that? And the answer is typically no. Yeah. These, yeah, I, I definitely have noticed that kids are a lot, kids learn a lot more complicated things a lot sooner i Mm. noticed it first when so like in high school i took there was some and some math class i was doing these sort of equations and we didn't take them to like junior year and my brother was literally that was on his homework and he's nine years younger than me (laughs) i'm like okay something's going on here something's going on here why are we why do i have to help him with the same homework But, but no, oh, no. wait, wait, hold on. I feel like I didn't answer your question. I think you said you were asking, you asked about- are you, Do you feel like people are equipped typically by graduation of high school with that kind of uh, mindset? Like we know what our career goal is. We know what our end goal is. Oh, no, so I we can make an actual good decision, you know, to choose to go to college. I think you said no. I said no, yeah. I think, I think, um, as I was reflecting, I thought you would ask me something else, but no, I got it. But my brain went so many different directions because like, if we get into like, for example, like what we picked, like how many times did you change your major, Martel? I only had to change my major because I transferred schools and they didn't have the same name for it, mm. but I've been in the same one. Got you, got you. But yeah, so teaching yourself. I think, so 
my my answer to is college a scam or not i would say again i think well and i put this on my story the other or yesterday and just to see what people would say about uh the question and everybody's answer started off with depends literally everybody's answer one word depends period and then they continued on with whatever they were going to say and yeah i definitely think it depends but still but i'm still leaning more towards the expensive side and here's why Mm -hmm. so it depends on what your career goal is yes if you want to be a doctor you you obviously need to go to school i mean of course but for the majority of majors for the majority of career paths you don't need a degree Mm -hmm. you don't need you don't need to go and do any more school you don't need a master's you don't need any of that other stuff and you don't need to take on uh the debt or you don't need to even consider you don't even need to consider going to school for it i think there is a better way i feel like college college has been presented as like the best option it's like okay so you graduate from high school you either need to go work at a factory or somewhere or you need to just go to college okay mm-hmm. like they don't even it seems like you aren't really presented another option <laughs> other than those two like don't it's either you know what you're doing or you go to college to figure it out and i think going to college to figure it out is the most expensive way you can figure anything out or the military that's also or, oh my gosh i forgot about how dumb <laughs> i yeah they also throw the military at you oh you don't know what you want to do here we'll tell you exactly what to do every single day of your life cool yeah we don't let's not go into that for a second <laughs> but yeah you're presented you're not presenting many options and i feel like the previous generations there like our parents they're still under the idea that you sh- you going to college is important like mm-hmm. you that's more of a like a must do um you asked me before the show why am i in college and my answer is not oh because i wanted to get a degree to do this i am not in college because i wanted to be in college i would not be in college if it was up to me i am in college solely because my mom want told me that i have to be in college <laughs> that is it that is the only reason i look let me tell you on my freshman year i was at indiana tech and after the first semester i go they sent me some sort of message i need to go to the financial aid office and i went to the financial aid office did all put all in all my information everything they said you can't continue to the next semester without covering the balance due i'm like okay cool what's the balance due i look at the balance and i'm like yo who's supposed to pay this (laughs) who is supposed to pay this balance i wait wait this this i'm this is what i'm paying for wait i've been here for a semester and this is the bill for me being here for these last couple months what ha- what did I get from being here for these last couple of months that would cost this much? And so I call my mom like, "Yo, this this is crazy. Are you serious? Th- are you serious? Because you know my mom is the contact person for all the the college stuff. So I have to. I called my mom to 
to get this balance due covered so I can continue to this next semester. And I'm like, I got I, when I just look at the number, I'm I'm just thinking to myself, like, yo, this doesn't make sense to me. This really doesn't make sense to me. After scholarships, this still doesn't make sense to me. Why am I here? Like that, like <laughs> And I'm like, it almost, it almost what it almost put me into tears at that point in time because I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't even want to be here. Why are mm -hmm. you doing? This? Why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. This, this is money that I don't have. Obviously, I just graduated from high school, <laughs> and this is money that I don't feel like you should be paying for me to be here. Mm -hmm. You don't know what what is happening here. I feel like this is a bunch of foolishness. Like literally a bunch of foolishness. Goodness. <laughs> and so, and I mean, that's, I don't think that's just, that's necessarily a shot at Indiana Tech. I think that's just in general, because I transferred schools and I felt the same exact way. The, the price is more than uh, what it's, than what it's, what it should be. Mm -hmm. I feel like for the same information uh, or to get the same things, I don't need to be in school. So like mm -hmm. some people will say like, oh, okay, so college you, it's a great place to find yourself. It's a great place to explore different things. And I'm like, you can go explore things anywhere on the planet. <laughs> you can just go explore. If you wanted to learn more about what it's like to be a chef, uh, cook some food, all right? Go work at a restaurant. Go talk to somebody who is a chef. Go find somebody who has experience doing that thing that you might want to do and then learn from that person. It's less expensive, I promise you. Or check this out. The thing that we got, this this amazing thing, Karen, you, I don't, you're not going to be, you're not going to believe this, but uh, there's this crazy thing. They call it the internet, right? And the internet is open and free to everybody. If you have internet access, okay? If you have internet access, you can go ahead and get online. You can go ahead and learn from somebody. There's a thing called YouTube University. You go there, you can figure mm. out, oh, somebody made a video on exactly this thing that I'm trying to figure out how to do. Great. Or people are, there's like, how many online courses are there right now? There are like hundreds of thousands of online courses, hundreds of thousands of courses in general, and just about every area that you can think of. Any, any niche thing that you want to learn about or that you want to be good in, there's a class for it. Someone who's successful in that area has, is offering a course on that subject, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And the price could range from like $30, $10 to like $1,000 to two and three and four. But when you say two, three and $4,000 to learn everything that I want to know and be in close contact with someone who is a professional in that area, that has had experience, not just studying it, but actually being successful in that field. When you talk about $5,000 for all that versus $32,000 to be at a four-year college, mm -hmm. it just doesn't, it tips the scale. It doesn't, it's not even at all to me, right? And then you talk about, oh, well, college is a great place to for networking. You can network with a bunch of people. Well, there's a thing called Meetup. It's an app. There's an app called Meetup. There's um, these community groups every in every city all in, in, in the United States. You can go meet with other people. Um, if you have something that you like to do, there's probably a group of people who already get together. That's called Facebook groups today. You can go join a Facebook group for anything that you want to know. Just like I said about the online courses for every niche thing, 
There also is a Facebook group for everything. If you want, if you are just a cat enthusiast, I guarantee there's a Facebook group for you. Specifically, a Facebook group for you. If you like scarves, if you just love handcrafted scarves, I guarantee there's a Facebook group for you as well. Now, networking opportunities. Now we're in COVID, and I I still feel like I am not disconnected from anybody. Why? Because we got the internet. Now, if we outside of COVID, there's still opportunities to go meet and network with people. You just need to go there <laughs> and actually find them. Now, it, now, what you also said was you were like, me and you are a little different. We're going to just go seek the information that we want, right? And other people, they need it like hand fed to them, okay? Being hand fed is very expensive <laughs> when, you, when it comes to college. <laughs> so I think the whole, I think the, like, again, the cost just isn't, isn't matching up to the value of it. And I feel like there is some sort of middle ground where you can still get those things, but not have to pay that price. I think the colleges are overpricing it. I think the college is costing too much for not enough. And I think that they can somehow simplify what they do to still deliver the same amount of value that they do deliver at a different cost. That's my only issue. I think I don't think that college is like a you know a dumb idea. I think it's great. Education is important. Education mm -hmm. is necessary. But at what cost and what value am I getting that information being at a big university? Ooh, okay. So my first question after that rant was what was kind of what was your your collective tell me about your collective knowledge um of you and your parents prior to college about different ways to pay for college what did that look like for you it looked like our example is okay so there are people who go play sports and they get full ride scholarships or they get some sort of scholarships um other than that you either have to be a genius And that's it. Interesting. That was my access to information. Interesting. And so, like, who gave you that information? Like, high school? High school. That's all. That's all that I was told. Like, I was taught, like, hey, you need to do these things. And, like, you know, there are, like, information. There's, like, you. there's scholarships somewhere. But you got to find them. <laughs> and I've, I've gone. I went in high school. I remember going to uh, the... Uh, Scholar, there was some website that had like all the scholarships or whatever. And I went to this website and, you know, you have to write your little essay or do this or that. And I'm like, shoot. So if I write a thousand essays, I'll get $10,000 in scholarships for two a year. Mm -hmm. And that's all, that's all I know. Like there, cause you know, I'm not. So my parents, they went to like two year colleges. And so they didn't, they never had to literally deal with the whole four year big university bill. Like they were not smacked with the university bill. Mm -hmm. They were just smacked with the two year bill, like the small local college bill. Mm -hmm. And I think also in terms of like planning this thing out, I think that's a great thing to do that I wasn't even, I didn't even think of until I am at, until I had gone to a smaller college and then went to a bigger college. And I realized, oh, 
maybe if I went to a smaller college for two years and then transferred to this bigger college, it would have been more cost effective. And I would have done the same exact thing. I would have gotten the same information. But because I didn't have like a legion of, you know, some people go to college, but they're they're like third generation college students. Mm -hmm. I am not. I am first generation university student mm -hmm. and I'm a second generation college student. interesting because i'm thinking i'm just thinking about like was it just because of like you know because martel and i went to the same high school which means we technically had access to like pretty much the same information regarding high school but i know that i did a lot of things extracurricular extracurricularly that introduced me to different ways to pay for college so in terms of like my main thing as far as i like call it be college being worth it i don't i don't feel the the burden of the financial weight that comes with weighing whether or not college is worth it. I think that I think that there's definitely a, definitely a problem when it comes to just like availability and access to information. So like I did a lot in high school, like a, a lot outside of outside of school, um, and it taught me different skills because my mom made sure that I was plugged in and connected and rooted deeply in different opportunities that would teach me one, what I'm passionate about and two, give me different opportunities um, to be able to pay for college just because of like, you know, um, where we fall in the tax bracket. And I help a lot of people out now with just like finding the money. Cause it's there, it's definitely out there. It's 100% out there. Like even a lot of like um, tuition dollars like go into funding scholarships. So like, if you know where to look, you can go back and find this money, which is literally what not only what I'm good at doing, but helping other people do. And it's definitely a skill that's not taught. It's it's not right. taught at all. So your mom, you, like you said, you said your mom directed you in the right direction. She said, yep. "Yo, look, you you're passionate in these things. Look, here's the opportunities right there, and this is also gonna help you pay for school." Exactly. You want to go there. That was not a thing. That was mm -hmm. not a thing. We might have had we like look we might have been at the same high school and they might have had that we had the same exact club and, and organizations that we could have been that we could be a part of but i didn't think to oh if i go a part of this club then it might give me this opportunity to mm -hmm. you know pay for this amount of school because bloopity bloop and bloopity bloop no it was okay so if you win this track meet, <laughs> you could potentially get a scholarship <laughs> to go to school. Mm -hmm. That's and and also another thing is it was I was just told, like go you know search for them, look go find them. There's a huge difference between look here's what you have to here's what's offered to you. Mm -hmm. If you can just explore these areas, then you're gonna be able you're gonna be better set up for college versus um look for it there's a difference there's a huge difference there because if i don't know if i don't even know if i know that okay i'm supposed to be looking for scholarships but i don't know where to look i don't even know how i can't even put the right level of importance on the thing mm. because it's just a thing it's like okay so school all right i'm supposed to be looking for college uh financing but i do 
want to go hang out and go to steak and shake. <laughs> so let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay. While Karen, meanwhile, is <laughs> in these clubs and organizations getting college paid off. <laughs> oh my God. That was good times. Very good times. Very good times. You're like, look at, I'm gonna go and instead of instead of finding those scholarships and going into these organizations and clubs, I'm going to do a couple more hurdle drills because mm. that's what's gonna pay for school, right? That's it. <laughs> so it's the option. So yeah, no. Access to information, yeah, but importance and where that push. You're not 17 thinking about money that much. Most people. I I was. <laughs> I was. I was though. And that's and I'm just trying to think about like, yes, like access to information, but like it's also because the seeds that my my mom and mentors were planting. Did you have actually before I go on that tangent, did you have mentors in high school? So like what kind of what kind of facilitated growth did you have outside of Call, like outside of like high school education um track and field football interesting this is very interesting because like the thing is so like yes like you had we both had access to different things yet we were still both able to develop this insane work ethic and this undying discipline that if we did not go to college we would still be fine so Hmm. Let me get back on this college topic though. But it just as far as like um like what to get your degree into. And as I'm like listening to things like I'm thinking about the factor of money because I'm going to college to be a doctor. However, if I were for example like just to use my engineering degree because I'm getting a degree in engineering, but I've also um specialized in pre-medical sciences. So if I were to only just be an engineer, getting my master's increases my pay, getting my PhD increases my pay, getting some additional education, not necessarily training from what I'm learning, I may be wrong, but mainly degrees is what increases your pay. So the community and the industry and corporate America places so much value on education that even if I have a better work ethic than you and better team skills, better, better, what, grit to stick to a project, but you have a PhD, you're getting paid more because they assume that like, you know, you, you have just this whole breadth of knowledge that I don't have just because I had a classical education and only have a bachelor's of science. So I think it's also a societal thing too, that we place a lot of emphasis on college. However, I think it's also because when people don't go to college, they're less likely to succeed in anything. And that's that's just a fact. That's just a fact. Think of the people, Martel, that we graduated with who oh. didn't go to college. 4X. <laughs> they're all 4X <laughs> traders. I, I, <laughs> okay. Look. It's, that's what I look back to my point about 
there has there's there's a there's an there has to be an alternative. Mm-hmm. There's ha- there has to be another option between okay, I'm just leaving high school with no information and I'm taking on thousands of dollars of debt that I've never made in my life. There's gotta be, they have to make something. We got too many smart people on this planet for there to be only those two options or mm-hmm. also the military option. <laughs> Wait, I have, but, I, have a question. I have a question, I have a question, I have a question. Cause I'm thinking I'm, it's all kind of just dumbing back down to money. So when you think of somebody who like who we graduated with and didn't and who didn't go to college and like, oh, what's such and such doing? Oh, they're doing such and such. You're like, oh, you automatically think about their job. Is that not true? You automatically think about their job. And like I, I fall victim yeah. to this too. I'm like, oh, such and such is doing that. I'm like, how are they getting paid? But like, do you think that do you think that people do that because they want to, or they do that because they don't know any better or like they don't know what's out there like why do you why do you think people do that because i know that if i didn't go to college i would just probably just be an entrepreneur and like i'm working on it now but it was delayed because of college but yeah what do you think about that that was kind of a lot what do you think do i what do i think about like people automatically thinking about a job or thinking about other people's job what job they have yeah as far as like worth Okay, so one, somebody my my job does not determine my worth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. So that's that's an issue. That's but that's that's going to be a societal issue. Mm-hmm. And two, yes, I definitely agree. Like that's that's what you think about when someone says they didn't go to to college at all, or they say they graduated. What are they? The question is, what are they? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing to make? Uh, money like, what yeah, you make a living. and mm-hmm. i also feel like there's like a a negative light that's put over people who aren't who haven't jumped into something magnificent mm. and i think that's also a problem too is because that person who didn't jump into something significant could be building for something significant mm-hmm. like they could have easily gotten to something that they actually love to do and since they are already in that space they're learning it at a way faster rate than the person who's spending a lot of money to be in college mm-hmm. because you have to go take all these random classes these required <laughs> classes and all these this big old smorgasbord of classes just to be into your major mm-hmm. while the other person meanwhile is doing what they already want to do so who's got the advantage there i would say the person who's already doing it mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I mean, you say you, you're like, yeah, it keeps coming back to money because I, that's the biggest issue here. If college was less expensive, we wouldn't have this discussion. It would be worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be worth the time. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's also um, going back to like um, thinking about like, you know, your job doesn't determine your worth. Society and I, I say society, but like even like the people closest to me, like every time they ask about what I'm doing, I'm like, like, oh yeah, well, what do you? What's your major? I'm like, oh, pre medical engineering. They're like, ew. <laughs> it's like I could be failing every class. Like I'm not, but I could be. And you're over here saying that I'm smart. And not that that's a bad thing, but like Martel, it gets so old it gets so old because like what they don't actually know is like sure like you did mechanical or chemical engineering you could be stuck with the same company 
for 35 years and be phased out by like new engineers or be phased out by new information and be so stuck in your ways from your classical degree that you you can't think outside of the box anymore. And that's not something that like, I wouldn't say I hate about engineering. It was just something that I noticed like when I was working in internships or talking to different um, corporate engineers, I'm like that, mm, no. And it's, it's just so annoying because like people don't see that side, but they just assume like whenever they hear things like engineering or science or whatever, they're just like, oh, you're super smart. Like you're gonna be successful. And I'm like, a lot of doctors are depressed. They ain't paid a lot, but they're depressed. We are definitely touching on to societal issues. Yeah. And so just I just get annoyed every time someone says that. Like they only ask about like my classical educa education. I'm just like, you care about what I'm doing for the community? How I'm giving back. Our the value, the value that we place on things is not it's not it's not in the right place. <laughs> it, it, it's so warped. It's warped. And it's toxic because like, even for me, like it took me a minute to fall in love with engineering. Cause like my mom was, um, my mom was hurting me away from liberal arts expediently. Um, so I kind of almost had to pick engineering. I started doing project lead the way courses in like what seventh grade. And then I stuck with it, hated it, hated it. Oh my gosh. I will never forget. And this teacher knows I love him to death, but we were doing Autodesk. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's kind of like a, it's a 3D like modeling um, platform. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I remember that. I I wanted to leave. <laughs> I was like, I I hate this. Like, I don't like doing this at all. And it's it's resurfacing in my degree path. And I'm just like, this is not this is not what I want to do. And like, this is the part that like people are glorifying. And I'm like, this this is horrible. This is so this is this is horrible to me because like this is not this is not the part of engineering that I have a passion for. I have the part passion for the human centered design part, not the hard skills, not the, not the coding. Oh my God, coding. Oh, oh, I hate coding. It's really bad. I'm trying to get over it. But like that people don't realize that like when they're, when they're, when they're feeding into that and like, like, Oh, you're super smart. They're feeding into the, the, the toxicity that's pushing me to keep going against the grain and do things that society approves of, not that I approve of. I've divorced that now because like, it's not worth it. But for a while, I noticed that about a lot of engineers, like they're not in engineering because they love engineering. They're in it because their family is an engineer or, you know, society says like, that's what you're supposed to do. Or because like English is not going to pay you well, even if it's your passion. It's like, no, like if you work your butt off and you're good at what you do, you're going to get paid. You can make anything and you can make anything into an income. Especially with the internet, you can make anything into an income. Oh, we've seen it. We've seen it now. I think people are just now getting hip to it. Yeah. You can you can you can make you can make a living with that cat interest that you have. <laughs> if you like knitting scarves and talking about cats, I'm sure there's a blog you can be a part of. I'm sure you can open up a little boutique shop for selling your knitted scarves. And you can have your little community group to talk about cats. Boom, you got a nice little living going on. <laughs> exactly, but a lot of people aren't willing to put in the work to make their dreams reality. And I think that's the fundamental problem here. The fundamental problem is like people aren't taught how to dream anymore. They're not taught how to dream and they don't know how to turn that dream into reality because at some point you have to stop dreaming. 
But we're also, I feel like from a young age, we're taught to stop using our imaginations. And our imaginations is what fuels the drive to learn, to learn about something, to make it your passion and to turn your passion into a profit to help other people. <laughs> so, And then get rid of that and then place, do this instead. Mm-hmm. All that, all that dreaming stuff was cool in elementary school when you were you were coloring pages and drawing pictures. But right now, you need to be real. You need to be realistic, okay? And college is how you're going to get a degree to make enough money to live and provide for your family. Mm-hmm. So, get all that out your head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kill it and <laughs> make it die right now. Yeah, no, we definitely, the, that toxicity, that toxicity, the fact that I, my value is 100% placed on what I am doing in the current moment and what you think about that thing. So like, say, if I say I am working, so I'm working at McDonald's, you think lower of me. <gasps> oh, wait, we worked, we worked at the same place. We worked at McDonald's, right? We both worked at McDonald's. <laughs> that was an experience. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I have stories. Go. Start talking. Start talking. <laughs> but like, look, look, and exactly. That's the thing though. Like the value is it's 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 just not right. The way you someone perceives you automatically, but just based on what you do or what you are bringing into the current moment, just doesn't make sense. So like if I if I graduate from high school and I decide not to go to college, but I'm working at McDonald's, you automatically see me. Oh, he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Omar tell them fell off. <laughs> but what you don't know is maybe I want a career at McDonald's. Maybe I wanted to work the position so that I can they move up. They have a great leadership program, by the way. McDonald's McDonald's got it on and popping with their leadership hey, program. People are making a living working mm-hmm. at McDonald's. And then people, people at a little higher level, they are making a killing. <laughs> We're gonna have McDonald's. McDonald's, McDonald's. Believe me, McDonald's is making money. <laughs> Your money is going somewhere. <laughs> yep. So yeah, like don't don't underestimate the person who's just taking the job. Also, again, like I could be I could be working a certain job to finance something else that I want to do. I could be working a job to finance my dream. It's just giving me a paycheck so that I can do go do go do what I want to do. So like societal issues don't you know, you can't just throw value. You can't just determine somebody's value off something that they do at the current moment. You don't know what they have inside of them. You don't know what they're going to be doing. Oh and my gosh. Look, yeah. we're talking about college today. Let's go. Let's get back. To Wait, no, I have a story. I have a story before we get back on track. Because we were while you and I were both working at McDonald's, um, I think they put me in drive through a lot. They put me in drive through. So like I was a person talking to people like, like, welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this person who like their order got messed up. Like they were missing something or they thought they were missing something. They actually weren't missing anything. But they came back around like through the drive through. And, you know, I always get all the heat. If if you're missing something from your order, the drive-thru person always gets yep. heat. 100%. There was one instance where, like, somebody had uh, felt like something was missing from their order. And they just, they tried to, like, cut into me. They were just like, you know, like, that's why you work here. Like, you're so dumb. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, hmm. 
Ooh, you know, that's like, why you like, work here. There was, a, there was a split second in my head. I was like, I can even curse. I could curse them out, give them what they want, or give them business and politely give them what they want. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I'm that's unfortunate that your order was messed up. I will, you know, get that fixed expediently. And like, you know, they, they kept talking trash as they were waiting on their order. Which is actually very bad to do because like if I'm handling your food, you recognize I can spit in it. I didn't do that. But um I politely let them know. I was like, you know what? Actually, I go to high school with your kid. I go to high school with your kid. Um, I'm currently beating them in track. And I only work here to fund my junior Olympic career. I'll go get your fries though. Yeah, let me just let me just grab those. I'll get that. You need yeah, okay. Let me. <laughs> and like it was like there were so many instances like that where people like have no idea who they're talking to. One. What you I'm don't know. Do, what I'm gonna be doing in the future, like I could be your doctor one day. Like it's stop it. Stop. Stop. You have no idea who you're talking to. And like just working at McDonald's taught me so much. And like it just there were so many people who worked there like, yeah, like they didn't plan on doing anything else with their life, but they were the best fry cook there. They worked hard at what they were assigned to do. And there are so many people who go to college and still can't even learn the value of a hard work ethic. But my man's over here on the fries. Best at what he does. You don't have it. Okay, I'm done. Story time. That was that was a good experience though. Working at McDonald's. That was a good. That was a good experience. Oh yeah, it it shows you society like for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The things that are like handed to us, we don't really put enough value in it. Like mm -hmm. our thought process, the things that we don't, you know, the things that we have for free, like who we are, the things that we were given, our skills, or gifts and abilities. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that we really take for granted, but. Those are the things that are supposed to make what our life special. What our life is supposed to be, that's what's supposed to make it special. And uh, no, it's like, oh, but what are you doing to make money? Okay. Like I was talking about in the uh, episode on purpose, you don't know who you're dealing with. You really yeah. don't know. You don't. Because there's, there, there, there's so much inside of all of us that it's like, when you walk up to me at 18, you don't know who you're really dealing with. Because I, I, I imagine if I met, if me and Obama were the same age and I was in high school with him, I wouldn't think, oh, this is the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I met him in middle school and he was you know, picking his nose, I'm not thinking, oh, this is the president of the United States right here. You don't know what's inside of me. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't place all of my value in something that I'm doing. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. And even even still, even if the if even if the guy wasn't the president of the United States, if he was just really satisfied with his life, he was just doing something that not only made him happy, but also provided a good enough life for his family and everything that he wanted to do. My man is winning. Mm -hmm. He could be working at McDonald's <laughs> doing that exact thing. <laughs> So who are you to tell me how valuable I am? All right, let's talk about college real quick. Everybody <laughs> work at McDonald's. Everybody should work at McDonald's. Everybody go work at McDonald's. Everybody go work at McDonald's. Because <laughs> I was on I was on every position there. I was at the front desk or the the I was the cashier. I was in the back cash. 
I think that was my favorite, the back window. The back <laughs> I, window. Just collected, I just collected money and told them to move forward. I didn't have to deal with that heat that came at the next window. <laughs> I was at the grill. I put all that stuff together and uh, the fryer. Yeah, that was me. I did everything in there. It was experience though. It was fun. <laughs> oh, you did grill? Oh yeah, I did it all. I did it all. Oh, <laughs> all those frozen patties on there and just slid them across. <laughs> just I remember one time they tried to put me back there. They tried to put me back there. I was like, you don't want this smile back there, do you? <laughs> I know. And he's like, that's right. Go to front cash register. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, college. College. Again, look. Like I said before. I don't know who's going to be, I don't know how it's going to have to happen, but it's going to have to happen. There is an, there has to be some sort of alternative and there has to be uh, better preparation before you graduate from high school. Hmm. Because look, if I'm, you know, if you're, if you're the kid who there, you're college, you're like a fifth year college student, right? You're the, or you're a fifth generation college hmm. student. Your parents know the game. <laughs> they know the game already. They probably know people at that school already, mm. the admissions people, mm -hmm. right? And so you're going into it completely different than the person who might be first generation, born and raised in a more low income area. And their parents are like, um, all we know is you need to go to school so you can uh, get a degree and make money. Mm -hmm. That's not the full picture, okay? That's not everything. Yeah. And then they go and they take on this debt and they have to like, look, there's the average student debt in America. Uh, student loan borrowers in America usually average about $32,731 in college debt after you graduate. The average income in America, $31,133. So why is that at the same exact price point <laughs> why is it the exact same i um i took a, um i took a sociology class um at purdue and we were talking about like student debt versus like the national like average income and it was just crazy how there are people like you know who went to college like you know did the whole four-year thing um and graduated and are still paying off debt. Oh yeah, you have a nice degree though. You went to school, so you educated, <laughs> but you ain't making no money. It's just it's just interesting to try to figure out where the problem is because um, liberal arts degrees tend to pay lower um, and because of that, I don't wanna say fact, because it's not true everywhere. It, it, it depends on where it's from too, which is really annoying. But unless you pursue a higher education, you are most likely to be paid less because it's a liberal arts degree, depending on the industry that you're going in. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like a lot of people are misguided about what they can actually do with their degree. And that's what leads to the problem. That, and then they got a degree, not, not necessarily without thinking, but like, they just didn't know how how ruthless the real world is in terms of like, oh, you have this, oh, we'll pay you this. It's like, but I thought it was worth this. Nope, sorry. No. No, absolutely I told not. you, 
how much we're gonna pay you, lady. Get that straight. <laughs> so you guys are a little nice little piece of paper. And we didn't even cover that. Um, I also think another mis misconception is there's no actual guarantee that comes with being in college. Yeah. Like, when you graduate, look, it they don't just say, okay, you graduated, here's a hundred thousand dollar job. No, you graduate, you get a a little slip, right? You can open it up. It's got your name on it. It says name on it. So, <laughs> has a degree in this area. That's what you got, right? So what you were supposed to, that's not, and, and look, value, value in the process versus the outcome. Look, the degree is one thing, but you were supposed to get a lot in those four years. Mm-hmm. So that you could be actually, so that you could be prepared to go get that job that's $100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. The degree doesn't guarantee you anything. Being in college doesn't guarantee you anything. You're not guaranteed to do or have anything. And Martel, if the pandemic has taught us anything, there are so many graduating seniors, and I only know about like engineering. There were so many graduating seniors in engineering, these supposedly high demanding students or high, high in demand, whatever, whatever word that describes that they're most Some needed. College like, term. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. But like, just in terms of like, like, oh, like I'm, I'm an engineer. I have, I have a certificate mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship and I'm about to graduate and I'm going to get a job. And the pandemic mm-hmm. showed us you are not guaranteed a thing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what your degree's in. It doesn't matter how quickly or how slowly you did it. You are not guaranteed a job. And I just know so many people. And it was, it was so like, it was terrifying to watch. Cause I was like, am I safer if I stay in school? Like, is that a better bet to like just stay in school rather than like try to like enter corporate America? And like, these were actual thoughts I was having because like at the end of the day, Stuff can come out the sky. This pandemic hit us hard and showed us you are not guaranteed anything, even if you go to college. And a lot of people, a lot of people like just didn't think that was an actual reality that they could ever face. And it's like, oh, smack. 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 What you didn't say though is staying, everybody isn't caring. So that decision to stay in school is also very expensive <laughs> for a lot of people. <laughs> so to say, to say, oh yeah, no, I think it's just more safe to just be in school a couple more years. You're still racking up them bills. It's it's not just stopping because the pandemic, the pandemic stopped you from getting a job, but it didn't stop the bills from coming in. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, go ahead and stay in school, I guess, but you know, be ready. It's coming for you. It's coming for you. The bill, the Ew. student loans don't get sick. The student loans, they don't have an off day. The student loans, they don't all of a sudden decide they don't, they like you Whoa. and then they want to be cool with you. They are there. <laughs> loans, huh? And they're there whether you get out of college and someone gives you a job or not. Is it worth it? <laughs> It depends. It depends. It depends. It depends. But you know, it all—it's going to come down to the individual every single time, because you know, I could have—you know—two people could graduate with the same degree, but 
one of them is probably going to be at a higher position than the other one. And that comes down to what that person did with their time and what they continuously do with their time. And so, you know, are you, what, what, what value are you placing on just being the, Oh, I'm a university student, or I'm going to be the one who actually gets the information and education so that I can go do what I want to do with my life. There's a better way. <clears throat> and there's a, there has to be a much more cost-effective way. So <clears throat> I feel like, Karen, you got some words of wisdom today. <laughs> I sure do. I bet. The words of wisdom today are commitment is a consistent daily decision, not a constant one. Mm, mm. One more time. Okay. Commitment is a consistent daily decision, not a constant one. And I say that because there's a difference between consistently working and constantly working. And that's that's a whole nother, that's an episode in itself, but there is a difference. Yes, ma'am. Thank you everybody for joining today. Um, I think, uh, let us know what you thought. If you, if you made it this far, Leave a comment. I want to hear from you. If you made it all the way to this point in the show, I want to hear from you. You can either leave it in the comments or you can send me a message. But I want to hear what you thought about the college episode because I feel like we covered we covered a lot of college. We covered a lot of issues mm -hmm. with people. <laughs> and I feel like there was a lot of points that were brought up. And you know, not everybody is in our two situations. We have we're me and Karen are in different situations here with college, but what does it look like from another side? If you have a different point of view, I'd like to hear about it. But that is our time today. Thank you for joining us. This is episode number 19 of the Young and Anointed Podcast. My name is Martel Fletcher. And my name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. Thank you for joining. Peace.